Hey, Risto here with George Mason University. Uh, we are talking to Dr. Yubeng Wang. Uh, he's an assistant professor at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. Um, the article we're highlighting today is titled The Nature of Learning Tasks and Knowledge Acquisition, The Role of Cognitive Engagement in Physical Education. This was just recently published in the European Physical Education Review. So, uh, Dr. Wang, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, well, you are very welcome, Risto. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Uh, before we go into the details of this uh, article, first uh, I want to acknowledge five additional co-authors who also contributed to this study. And they are Dr. Ang Chen, who is my doctoral advisor and a professor at the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, and Dr. Ray Schweigert. He's uh, currently an assistant professor at the University of Virginia's College at Weiss, and Dr. Tan Zhang. She's an assistant professor at uh, Winston-Salem State University. And Stephanie Wells, she's a doctoral student at UNCG. And uh, the last one, Dr. Catherine Annis. And Dr. Annis passed away two years ago. And it's a great loss to us and to our field. Yeah, absolutely. And, and a great, great crew there from UNCG yeah. as well. So I know that's where mm -hmm. You got your doctorate and a lot of really good work from Dr. Chen and uh, Dr. Ennis has come out of that uh, mm -hmm. out of that program. So, yeah. So let's get uh, started with the paper. Um, you talk in the beginning of the article about the importance of cognitive knowledge in PE, um, especially in regards to how it's often overlooked. Can you kind of discuss uh, with us what's included in knowledge and uh, why is it important in physical education classrooms? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, well, when I do this study, I was uh, working in the pedagogical kinesiology lab at UNCG. And this lab has long been interested in the role that knowledge plays in behavior change in physical education and in phys physical activity participation. And in this study, we are emphasizing the learning of a cognitive knowledge about physical activity and fitness, which includes, for example, the declarative concepts about physical activity and fitness, the principles of developing physical activity plan and improving fitness, and also the some procedural knowledge about how to assess fitness levels, how to develop physical activity plans, and how to set a goals for physical activity and fitness. And we believe that this knowledge is um, very important to be taught in physical education because uh, it is our beliefs that it can help students make informed decisions about phys physical activity participation and contribute to the development of physically active lifestyle. Great. And in the article, you do a great job discussing what's known about the relationship of learning tasks in physical education and cognitive, cognitive knowledge. Um, can you share with us this relationship and kind of like why is it important? Um, yes, well, in this study, the nature of the learning tasks is uh, we define it uh, from the perspective of the cognitive demands of learning tasks. And we framed this perspective uh, from Bloom's taxonomy of cognitive knowledge and cognitive engagement. We defined it as the mental effort uh, students spend in learning tasks. 
many, a lot of studies have been conducted to examine the relationship between cognitive engagement and knowledge acquisition. And generally, they found that the higher the level of students' cognitive engagement, the better their knowledge achievement. Mm-hmm. But, but most of these studies did not take into account or emphasize the role of the nature of the learning tasks. And a lot of educational scholars, such as Dr. Kathy Annis or Dr. Walter Doyle, have argued that students' cognitive process cannot be entirely separated from the cognitive nature of learning tasks. And which means that, for example, different types of learning tasks tend to provide different opportunities for students to cognitively engage in the disciplinary concepts or ideas. For example, learning tasks that ask students to describe a fact or recall information require low order cognitive information processing, while learning tasks asking students to relate relevant concepts or construct a reasoning argument tend to require high order cognitive processing. And it is argued that the extent of students' engagement in these different levels of learning tasks tend to contribute differently to their learning achievements. So that is why we want to empirically examine how students' cognitive engagement and learning tasks interact with each other to influence their knowledge achievement. And we believe that understanding this directional relationship is important and valuable to help us develop effective curriculum to promote students' knowledge acquisition in physical education. So it seems like a very holistic approach to uh, answering the questions that you have. And in your study, you frame this using a constructivist approach and you kind of interweaved what you also uh, just briefly mentioned were the concepts of Bloom's taxonomy and the instructional core promoting framework. Can you give us a brief overview of these and explain why you selected them for this specific study? Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, Well, the constructivists believe that learning is a meaning-making process. And during this process, learners or students actively construct and reconstruct knowledge through actively engaging in structured learning activities which means that the meaningful interactions between the learner and the content play a critical role for learning to occur. And the instructional core framework was constructed based on this idea. It emphasizes the interconnectedness of the teacher, the content, and the student. And one central tenet of this instructional core framework is that the it, it, it proposed that to promote students' learning, we should not separate the teacher content and students, and all these three components function together on students' learning outcome. So they interact with each other to influence learning outcomes. In this study, we, we want to understand the interaction effects of the learning task and students' cognitive engagement on their knowledge acquisition. So this research question exactly fit within this theoretical framework. So we use this framework to guide our research. Mm-hmm. Well, Bloom's taxonomy was used just to guide our task categorizations. And as I said earlier, Bloom proposed a taxonomy of cognition and the um, 
it specifies cognitive levels from very uh, low levels to high levels of uh, tasks. Right? So yeah. based on Bloom's taxonomy idea, and we categorize the, the learning task into three levels, and the descriptive tasks, relational tasks, and the reasoning tasks. So these are the basic ideas of this uh, theoretic framework yeah. so we're based on in this study. Great. So what was the, what was like the main purpose of your study and what kind of led you to conduct this uh, research? Well, the first purpose of this study was to determine how students' cognitive engagement and the nature of the learning tasks interact with each other to influence knowledge acquisition. And as I said earlier, engagement alone may not explain learning achievement solely because engaging in low level task or a high level task without the other may lead to different learning outcomes. And so our intention is to include the nature of tasks into the equation to clarify the directional relation a little bit. Mm -hmm. And the second purpose is associated with the first one, and that is to determine how students students' engagement in low-level learning tasks influence their engagement in high-level learning tasks. Because in recent years, uh, researchers or education, education scholars have spent a lot of time talking about promoting high-level thinking skills, such as problem-solving skills or critical thinking skills. And to cultivate these skills, the high-level learning tasks have been widely advocated and studied in educational settings. But in the meantime, the value of the low-level cognitive tasks has appeared to be overlooked or at least to be out of the research focus. Mm -hmm. So it has been rec but it has been recognized for a long time that low-level knowledge, for example, the factual information or concepts need to be memorized can be fundamentally important. Right. Without low-level knowledge as building blocks, high-level thinking and understanding is difficult to take place. Yeah. So although this relationship has been well articulated, but we have little empirical evidence to support that. Right. So that's why we decided to examine these um, uh, propositions empirically. Right. And the way you did this, this research was a part of a larger study that had 12 different schools, you had them randomly assigned to an experimental condition. Can you kind of tell us uh, us about the intervention and you know how those schools were a part of that intervention? Uh, yeah, so this study uh, was uh, part of a very large scale NIH funded curriculum intervention project. And, and this project is called the Science of Health for Living and the purpose of this project is to help middle school students learn the scientific knowledge about physical activity, fitness, and nutrition using the 5E instructional framework. So each lesson in this curriculum has uh, five sections which are named as engagement, exploration, explanation, elaboration, and evaluation. And the project used a randomized controlled research design with an experimental group that taught the sense of health for living curriculum and, and a control group that taught a multi-activity curriculum that is sanctioned by the state. It's North, North Carolina state. Uh, a major difference between these two groups is that the experimental curriculum include an intensive cognitive 
knowledge component, which requires students to use a workbook to guide their physical activity tasks. And there are 12 middle schools in each group, and the teachers in both groups received uh, four six-hour training sessions on teaching their respective curriculum. And because the school in the control group did not complete the cognitive tasks, so their data are not relevant for this study. So we did not include control schools in this study. So okay. this is the background. Yeah. So there's a lot in there because obviously it's a 12 school uh, NIH yeah. study, which is which is great that you know physical education studies are getting NIH funding. So um, mm -hmm. congrats to that. That's awesome. Um, so let's start with the first one. What was included in that four to six hour professional development session and kind of that you know, the curriculum intervention that you actually did implement? Well, for the professional development sessions, the first session uh, was focused on the curriculum and the scripted lesson plans. And we explained the major principles of uh, constructivist learning and related the science-based physical education to behavior change for healthy life self-development. And we also discussed the 5 e lesson structure, the task and the work workbook management and also the assessment and the second and third sessions were focused on the teachers sharing their teaching experiences and uh, the problem in the problem solving process the teachers basically discussed their the, their strategies to overcome challenges in teaching the lessons of this curriculum and the last session was part of the extension of the second and third sessions and also part of it was devoted to the data sharing to show the teachers the preliminary results on students' achievement. So these are the basic contents and formats that we used for the professional development. And sessions. then the curriculum intervention, can you kind of describe what type it was? What was it based off of? Um, what did it resemble? Um, you mean the curriculum? Yeah. The basically this curriculum have uh, the specific lessons have, uh, as I said, have five sections, right? Five E, mm -hmm. and uh, they are engagement, uh, exploration, explanation, elaboration, and evaluation. And in the engagement session, the teachers would involve teacher involve students in an instance activity or game, which was usually used to elicit one essential question about the science of physical physical activity and fitness and uh, oftentimes in this part the teacher would introduce relevant scientific vocabularies and uh, concepts in the second section which is called explore exploration and students often went through a sequence of exercise stations or several games that were designed to help them understand the scientific concepts and the fitness principles and during this part, students followed the cognitive assignments in the workbook and to predict the outcomes of the physical tasks and observe and record their physiological or psychomotor responses to the physical tasks. And also summarize the responses either through a multiple choice format or graphing. And during explanation, the students were paired with, with a partner to go through a single pair share process and in this process students first follow the workbook assignments individually to think about the meaning of the responses that they recorded and uh, 
attempt to answer their essential questions based on the based on the data they collected, and then they will share uh, the data they collected with their partner and, um, and work out these questions and try to answer the essential questions together. And for the elaboration, basically, is the teacher will illustrate further the relationship between different scientific concepts and the fitness principles reflected in students' data, and then guide students to discuss how to apply these concepts and principles to their daily lives. In, in the evaluation part, which is the last part of this the lesson, um, the teachers will lead students to summarize the core concepts, and uh, a lot of times students will complete uh, open-ended real-life questions, and we call it the think about in the workbook. Mm -hmm. So using the knowledge they've learned in the class. And those five E's were in every single lesson? That was the goal? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's the five E in each, in each lesson. Okay. And then you, uh, can you expand a little bit on the workbooks? What was included in them? Um, you do discuss the three cognitive levels of written tasks, including the descriptive, relational, and the reasoning tasks. Can you kind of just discuss the workbooks and the cognitive tasks or levels? Yes, uh, the workbook is an important knowledge um, construction tool in this curriculum, and the tasks in the workbook were sequenced based on um, the Bloom's taxonomy, the descriptive tasks, uh, the relational, and the reasoning. And for the descriptive tasks, basically, they ask students to record uh, factual information from their physical activity experiences, and the relational tasks ask students to relate body responses to physical activities and for the reasoning tasks and they direct students to think about the physical activities in terms of uh, health benefits exercise principles and the future plans for health for living so these tasks are presented to students as questions and uh, or problems that were specifically linked to the physical activities they experienced to facilitate their knowledge construction in each lesson includes about four to six such assignments at least at two levels and i believe i attached a sample work workbook uh page behind the article okay. so if uh, you're interested you can download the article and uh, to look at how these questions look like awesome so after all of this you've you've done this study what were the uh what were the results uh the re there, basically, we found that students' performance uh, in high-level cognitive tasks, which were the relational and uh, reasoning tasks, directly contributed to their knowledge acquisition. But we did not find a direct effect of students' performance in the low level, which is the descriptive tasks, on their knowledge acquisition. But we did find a significant indirect effect through influencing their performance in the relational and the reasoning tasks. So basically, this confirmed our hypothesis that students' performance at these three levels would all contribute to their knowledge acquisition, whether it is direct or indirect. And also, another important finding in this study is that students' performance in descriptive tasks significantly contributed to their performance in relational and reasoning tasks. And also, students' performance in relational tasks also significantly contributed to their performance in reasoning tasks. So this is another 
important funding in this study. Okay. So what you said was students are involved in high level tasks. They're directly related to their knowledge acquisition and low level mm -hmm. tasks were indirectly related to performance in the relational reasoning test. So can you explain what does that mean for students? Uh, well, I think for students, it, this results mean that it is important to understand or memorize some important fundamental concepts or facts to promote their high level thinking skills because they are serving as the building blocks or the sources of high level cognitive processing. But I think this results have more meaning for the teachers. Um, and the findings suggest that it is important to develop and integrate high level learning tasks in physical education to promote knowledge learning. And the low level learning task is also important and should not be overlooked because they are serving as the building blocks of learning hmm. from high level tasks. Right. And these learning tasks uh, should be integrated with high level learning tasks to maximize students' learning achievements. I think these are the meanings for of these results for students and the teachers. Yeah, and in that paper you stated that, you said data appear to suggest that students' engagement in different cognitive levels of tasks, tasks tends to have a different effect on their acquisition of knowledge. Can you explain that mm -hmm. relationship? Yeah, well, this, this can be explained actually by the instructional core framework. And this framework postulates that increasing students' engagement and increasing the cognitive level of learning tasks are two fundamental components required to enhance, enhance learning and they interact with each other. And the same, for example, the same cognitive engagement in different levels of learning tasks would lead to different knowledge acquisition and also different levels of engagement in the same level of learning tasks would also lead to different learning achievements. And the findings in this study clearly supported this proposition of this instructional core framework. So that is students' engagement in different levels of tasks had uh, different effects on their knowledge acquisition. So what are, what are kind of like the main takeaways from this, from the study overall? Uh, well, the take home message of um, this study, I think, is that to increase students' high level thinking skills and uh, knowledge achievements is not about simply increasing the level of learning tasks, but it's about strategically structuring low level and high level learning tasks together to guide students from unknown to known, from low level cognitive processing to high level of cognitive processing. And I think these are the take home message of this study. So what does it mean for people like you and me who are in teach education programs as educators? How can we better prepare students in this type of knowledge? Well, uh, I think if um, if you think the goal, uh, if the goal of PET is to train teachers who can teach toward physical literacy, and the finding is clear that uh, deliberate emphasis on cognitive engagement in physical activity experience must be included in our PT program. And the findings of uh, this study suggest that mm, the importance of um, 
suggests the importance of helping our student teachers master the skills of uh, developing and uh, integrating high-level learning tasks in physical education and using these tasks to challenge and promote our students' high-level thinking skills. And it is also important to help our student teachers to understand the importance of low-level learning tasks and through an integration of the low-level and high-level learning tasks, teachers can be successful in guiding their students to learn meaningful knowledge about physical activity and fitness. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, those are some really good points. So my last mm -hmm. question to you is, do you, do you feel like there's anything you want to tell the readers about the study related to what you learned or the process of conducting this kind of research that we may not get from just reading the article? Um, well, I want to emphasize that, uh, for example, the cognitive knowledge have, has been recognized as a must-learn must component in physical education for a long time. But uh, systematic research on how to help students learn cognitive knowledge through physical activity tasks is scarce. And the findings of this study took us one small step further in terms of the role of uh, cognitive engagement and learning tasks in physical education and their contributions. And I think that we need more research along this line so that we can change the curriculum and enhance the learning experience and the impact of physical education. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um, and thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for your time. Um, I know, you know, getting getting these big, big projects like the one that you all pulled off is one, very hard to do to get NIH funding and two, uh, very hard to do on the ground to actually collect the data from so many different programs and moving parts and creating curriculum. So um, we really appreciate the work and the dedication to uh, publishing this type of research. Um, personally, mm -hmm. can you um, let people know where they can find more information about your current work or what you're doing, social media, ResearchGate, anything like that? Uh, well, I, I do not have a Facebook or Twitter account yet, but uh, I do have an account on ResearchGate. Uh, you can find the work that I published uh, there and uh, or the the work I'm working on now from the research gate. You can also email me if you need more information about this study. And another set you can go is um, you can you can go to the website of Pedagogical Kinesiology Lab of UNCG to get more information about the curriculum intervention project if you're interested. Awesome. And we'll link to those uh, to the to the lab to your research gate and put your email on there as well uh, so mm -hmm. people want to reach out. Um, thank you so much for your time. Um, and uh, that's all we have for you on this one. I uh, appreciate everybody listening for, um, for the last year and a half, almost two years. Um, I also want to thank a couple people here, um, Shelby Ison and Alyssa Trad for helping with the questions and Kevin Richards and Aaron Santeo for their help on this podcast as always. Um, and again, if you haven't rated us on Apple Podcasts um, or uh, just recommended to your colleagues or added this to the syllabus, um, we'd love that. We appreciate the support. Again, it's absolutely free. Um, you can also check out our website uh, at www.the 
HPE website, as in health PE. So the HPE website.com. Um, and if you're consistently listening to this podcast and conduct research in the field of health and physical education, uh, my hope is that you are also a member of the ARA SIG 93, that's a special interest group 93 for the American Educational Research Association. Uh, it's a great collection of scholars from Health and PE in our annual meetings in April, uh, this year in San Francisco, and then I believe it's Orlando and Chicago. So uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, thank you, Dr. Wang, for coming on. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me, Risto. Thank you.